Welcome to the Anthem Church Podcast. Our desire is to transform lives through authentic experiences with God and with people. This message is brought to you from Anthem Church in Fairview, Oregon. We pray you are encouraged, inspired, and strengthened through the teaching and preaching of God's Word. Awesome. I am so happy to be sharing the word with you. And if you are tuned in today, I really think that there is a word that God wants to speak today. I've been in prayer and I've just felt this bubbling in my soul. And I hope that today you are refreshed, that you leave with a new sense of hope because that is who our God is, isn't he? He is a God of hope in all circumstances. So I'm very excited to share the word with you today. And so I wanna speak from a scripture that maybe if you've been in church for any amount of time, you might be familiar with it, but I wanna encourage you today, especially in this season, that you would hear it with fresh eyes and a fresh heart, because I believe that it is timely for our season today. So I wanna read it to you and I wanna, let's get right in into the message. I've got a short one for you today, but I believe it's going to be very powerful. So let's go right in. It's in Matthew 11. We're gonna start in verse 28 and I'm excited to share this with you. He starts off, this is Jesus speaking. And he says, come to me, all you who are tired and burdened. He says, and I will give you rest. He says, take my yoke upon you and learn from me. For I am gentle and humble in heart, and you will find rest for your souls. For my yoke is easy and my burden is light. So today I want to speak to you on the subject, rest for your souls. I think that is so timely. I want to speak rest for your souls. And if there's anything that I want you to get this morning, and I want, what I want to communicate is this, it's that true rest deep down in your soul, peace at the soul level does not begin externally, but it begins internally. That's, that's what I wanna communicate to you this morning and I think it's gonna encourage you. What do I mean by that? I mean, peace at the soul level doesn't start or doesn't begin with our exterior situation or with our life circumstances, what we have or what we don't have. It starts peace and a rest, this rest that Jesus is talking to us about starts on the inside with the state of our heart. And here's the thing, we not only too often let our exterior situations dictate what's going on on the inside of us, but we rely on exterior things to dictate what's going on the inside of us. Do you know what I mean? We, we, we go up and down, our peace, our joy is tossed like, like waves in the sea. We're up and down with however life is going or what's going on in the world is the same on the inside of us. We become waves with, with going with the unpredictability of the world or with life. And, and the question is that I wanna pose to you today, is that really the way we're called to live? As, as followers of Jesus, as, as people of faith, is that how we're called to live? Is our rest and our peace really completely reliant on something as unpredictable as how good or bad life goes? Now, of course, I'm not trying to say that our life circumstances shouldn't or won't affect us, right? We're, we're people, and, and of course they will. We're, we're human, and it's okay to be human, but here's what I wanna share this morning, and I think it's gonna bring hope. I wanna tell you that Jesus does offer us something better 
than only having rest and joy when life is going well. I want to speak to you today that Jesus offers what nothing else can, and that is rest for your soul beyond circumstances, beyond our surroundings. And that I feel like that is good news for us today, that he offers rest for our souls today, no matter where you find yourself, no matter what your life may look like or what the world looks like. We have rest for our souls in Jesus. And so I want to share a few thoughts, a few quick thoughts from this verse to you and on this subject, rest for your souls. The first thought I want to share for you today is it's an open invite. It's an open invite. Jesus says in this verse, come to me, all you who are tired and burdened. He says, come to me, all you who are tired and burdened. It seems to begin like with Jesus saying, I am the source of this true rest, right? He is saying, come to me. If you are looking for rest, you can try and go and find it elsewhere. You can try. There are many places to try and find rest, but he begins by pointing to himself as the source of this rest that he's talking about. And really what he's doing is he's making an invitation. You know, Catherine and I, my wife, we, we love to host little get-togethers at our place from time to time, and we love to invite people over. We, you know, when you invite someone over to your house, what do you do? You make everything look nice, you clean the whole place, you set it all up, then you get the drinks and you, and you get the food and you put it all together so that it looks nice and you're hospitable and you gotta send out the invitations, right? But here's the thing, sometimes when Catherine and I are feeling really adventurous, we send out an open invitation. Most of the time we stick to the personal invitation, but when we're really feeling adventurous, we send out an open invitation. Why is that a little more adventurous? Because when you send out the open invitation, you got to be willing to receive absolutely anybody who comes, right? And whoever shows up, you're letting them into your home. And what I love about Jesus is that he is not afraid of the open invitation, right? He says, come to me all who are tired and weary and I will give you rest. I love that this invitation is to every single person to come and find rest in Jesus. It doesn't matter if you feel unqualified. It doesn't matter if you feel like your situation is too broken or if you feel like it should be anybody but you. Jesus is not afraid of the open invitation. And I want to speak this hope into your life this morning. He says, come to me. Yes, yes, you. Yes, right where you're at. Yes, today. Come to me and I will give you rest. See, don't make the mistake of thinking that this invitation and this rest that he talks about is only for people with perfect lives, right? The other day I had the privilege of doing a leadership talk for a church here in town. And we were on this subject of creating joy and being a place where the church should be a place of joy. And we as people are called by the scriptures to be a place of joy. C.S. Lewis says that joy is the serious business of heaven. So it's not just something for us to talk about, but it's a calling for us. And we were on this conversation and one of the leaders later approaches me and talks to me and says, well, you know, I'm actually not sure what to do when it comes to this. And I'm like, okay, well, what do you mean? And she goes on and she says, well, here's the thing. I feel like I'm, I'm really filled with joy and I love Jesus and he's been doing so much in my life and I have so much joy right now. And, but here's the thing, I don't know what to do because I feel like 
that creates a barrier between me and other people. Like, like they think that somehow because I have so much joy and peace that my life is perfect. And, and, and I don't know what to do because they feel like they can't relate to me. And I got to thinking, isn't it funny how we do that as people? We associate somebody who is full of joy and peace with having a perfect life because we mistakenly think that peace and joy begins externally, not internally, right? And But see, here's the thing. This leader's life, that was not perfect at all. They were going through things. They had obstacles. They lived in the same imperfect and broken world that you and I live in. And see, what I told them is, guess what? These moments are actually great opportunities to share good news because guess what? No, life isn't perfect. No, we have issues. No, we're not that special, right? But here's the thing. This joy isn't for special people with special lives. It is for people who have encountered a source of joy and of rest and of peace that is greater than life's circumstances. A joy and a rest that is greater than what may be going on, than obstacles. It is a source and a joy that is Jesus, that is the God of the universe that we can rest our souls in. And not only that, a God of the universe who wants to meet us right where we're at, no matter who we are. It is an open invite. It's not just for special people. It is for all. He says, come to me, all who are tired and who are weary. You are invited. It is an open invite. The second thought I want to share with you today is it's for your everyday, not your someday. This invitation of peace and rest that Jesus invites us to, it's for your everyday, not your someday. Jesus says, take my yoke upon you. And so what does that mean? What, what, what does take my yoke upon you mean? Well, the yoke was uh, a farming equipment that they used back then and some still use is when they would tie two animals together with a yoke around their neck and it was used when they were pulling something that was really heavy. So that way they could tie both of them together and they would both pull at the same time. Now, answer this for me. Think about it. When you think about rest, what do you think of? For me, when I think about rest, I think of possibly the last vacation that my wife and I took. We went to the middle of the desert, absolutely nowhere. We went to a resort that we would not have to leave, where we could do nothing absolutely all day, every day, but just be there and eat good food and be with each other. That's what, when I think about rest, that's what I think. And that's probably what you might think as well or something similar. What, when you think about rest, what do you think? But see, this is interesting because Jesus is talking about rest. He is making an invitation to rest. And then he uses an analogy using something that people use for work. Right? And if you're anything like me, you, I, I, as I read this, Jesus, okay, you must have misspoke, right? You, you, you must have met, meant something else, right? Don't you mean, come to me and I will give you rest, take the yoke off, <laughs> right? Like, I don't, I don't, Jesus, I'm not trying to come and do more work, right? You're trying to give me rest. I don't want to work. What, what, what is this? What are you trying to get at? Because the picture of rest that I have is rest comes when I go on vacation, right? Rest comes on the weekend or rest comes when this gets fixed or rest comes when my situation 
improves. We think that rest will only happen if we can take the yoke off. But Jesus doesn't say, take the yoke off. He says, take my yoke upon you. And the rest that Jesus seems to be talking about here isn't one that's away from your everyday life. It's not about taking the yoke off, but it's a rest and a peace in your everyday life. Think about it. Everywhere else you can go, there's a promise of relief. There's a promise of rest and of joy outside of your everyday life, right? Go on vacation, do this, do that. Find relief when this changes, whatever it is. But I love that Jesus gives us what nothing else can, a rest and a peace right where we're at. As you're taking the kids to soccer, into school, as you're going grocery shopping, as you're dealing with bill problems, it's not away from those things, but it is in those things. It is in our, the things we deal with every day. Jesus is offering us rest for our souls in our everyday life. That is good news. And this is so good because we all still have to live life, right? If rest is only available for special moments, what about the rest of our lives, Jesus? <laughs> we can't, because we can't just all go do nothing ever again because we want to find rest, right? I don't think we can just go and find on a vacation to the Bahamas because we're stressed. That, that's not life. That's not how it works. We can't just hide and not face life. And what Jesus is saying here is, no, the peace and the rest that I give you is so much better than the world's. It's not a rest that requires you to escape. It's a rest that will meet you right where you're at. It's not for your someday, it's for your everyday. That is good news. And so he, does, he says, don't, he doesn't say take the yoke off. He says, take my yoke upon you. Well, well what's that mean? Well, what does that even look like? And well, if you want a picture for it, what that looks like is, us on one side of this yoke, right? And Jesus on the other side of this yoke. And, and if you take a look at this verse, even though the purpose of the yoke is when it's, to, it's used to pull something really heavy, Jesus at the end says, for my yoke is easy and my burden is light. That's, that's quite interesting, Jesus. You might not know what the yoke, what the purpose of the yoke is, right? Like, no, 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 we use these when, when we're pulling something heavy, right? If it was light, we would just pull it. And Jesus, no, mine is light and is easy. But here's the thing. Jesus doesn't say that the yoke is light and easy because once you come to Jesus, your life becomes light and easy. He doesn't say it's light and easy because once you put your faith in Jesus, everything becomes nice and perfect. Or the, the, he doesn't say this because the things you're going through are light and easy. This is not to make light of any situation. No, this is not what he's trying to get at. But here's what he's trying to say. Jesus is trying to say that it is light and easy because when he is next to you, 
you can trust that he will be strong when you are weak. Because when you are doing life together, side by side with Jesus, that you can trust that he will be the one to pull you through, that he will be strong when we aren't strong. See, here's the thing. You are not meant to carry it all on your own. That is not what you are meant to do. And could it be the reason Maybe this morning that you're feeling like life is heavy and stressful and tiresome. Could it be because you're trying to carry it all on your own? You're doing all of the pushing and the pulling and it's tiring you out. It's burning you out. You've got the weight of the world on your shoulders. And here's the thing. Jesus' invitation is not to quit. It's not to leave. It's not just wait until it changes. Jesus' invitation is let me come into your life right where you're at. You don't have to do all of the carrying alone. If you feel tired, if the weight is too much, that's because it is too much. It is too much for you to carry alone. You are not meant to carry it alone. Come, take my yoke upon you. Exchange yours for mine, and I will meet you right where you're at. And be strong when you are weak. Be strong when you are unable to. I will pull it all right alongside you. I will do the heavy lifting. Just come to me. That is the invitation of Jesus. A rest for us right where we're at. It doesn't require change. It's not a rest for someday but it's a rest for our everyday right where we're at. Come on, that is the hope and the refreshing faith that I hope to fill you with this morning, that you can have faith and hope right where we're at today, because that is the invitation of Jesus. And so this morning, I would just like to end with this one thing. Don't do all of the carrying on your own. See, because here's the thing. We could come this morning together online and you're here and we could say, okay, I hear this verse and, and, I, and I'll receive it. That's me, right? I, I'm tired. I'm burnt out. I'm, I'm afraid. I feel the weight of my shoulder. I feel the weight of the world on my shoulders. Yet we could go on from here and end up carrying it all on our own anyways. We could ask for help, but not take it. Has anybody ever asked you for help and not taken it? I remember times when I was younger and my, my father would ask me to help him do work, like work on the car when he would do like repairs on the car. And, and he would be like, hey, come and help me with the car. And I'd be like, okay, fine. And I would go out there and I would and I'd just like be standing there and he'd be like, okay, just hold the flashlight. And I'd hold the flashlight and I'd just kind of like stand there like, so can I do anything? He's like, no, just, 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 just stay there. And I got this. And I'd be like, okay, sounds good. Uh, can I, can I help? Oh, no, no, no. Just, just watch, just watch, just stay there. Okay. And I get, and I get the point of watching, but it was funny because I felt like I was, he asked for help, but he didn't take it. I remember doing Ikea stuff. Have you ever put Ikea furniture together with someone who does it all themselves, right? Hey, come help me with this Ikea furniture. And you're just standing there like, Oh, can I do it? Uh, yeah, just, just grab that. 
uh, okay, uh, just just read it. Okay, can can I put? No, 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 I got it. Can I put that? No, no, no. <laughs> Have you ever done IKEA stuff? Yeah, we've been there before. We know that person. Let's not be that person with Jesus. Jesus, I need your help. Jesus, will you come and and help me? I'm tired. I need help. Oh, but we go on from here, and there's no space in our lives to actually come to Jesus, right? We can do that. We can say, Jesus, I have this experience. I, I, I need you. And, and we say it, but we don't take it. And in order to take it, we have to receive this invitation from Jesus. What is it? It's come to me. If in our life, in our every day, we don't have space to come to Jesus, there's no way we can receive this help. What Jesus is offering and what Jesus' invitation is, is invite me, make space for me in your everyday life so that I may walk with you, so that I may pull with you, so that I may encounter you in your everyday life. And you don't have to do all of the carrying alone. So may we make space for Jesus. Let's not do all of the carrying alone. And that's my prayer for us in this season, no matter where you find yourself today, that we would receive this invitation from Jesus to come and find hope, an open invitation for anybody and everybody for our lives today. Amen? Amen. So I want to take a moment as we close this service, I want to take a moment and pray. I wanna pray for everybody watching, for everybody that's tuned in. I wanna take a moment and pray for us as a community, as a church. So let's take a moment, if you would, if you'd be willing to pray with me, let's take a moment and unite in prayer. Father, I wanna thank you, God, that you offer rest and joy and peace in a way that nothing else can, Lord. It's not just optimistic thinking, and it's not about escaping, but it is a reality in our everyday lives because you aren't a God that's far. You are near, and you long to be near to us. And Father, I thank you for that hope today. And I pray, Lord, for every single person today, Lord, that is watching, that is here. I pray that even right now, Lord, that your spirit, God, would begin to be present right where they're at, Father. That you would begin to lift weight off of shoulders, God. That people would begin to feel lighter as they come to you. And that faith, God, would begin to replace fear. That faith and hope, Father, would begin to replace stress, God. And, and Lord, that you would begin, Father, to speak to us. That you would begin, Father, to come near to us, God, as we come near to you, Lord. I pray for everybody right now, Lord. I pray for those who are especially, Father, fearful. Maybe even for those, God, that are facing a really tough situation. Maybe are awaiting, Father, results from the doctor or whatever it might be. God, I thank you that you are a God that is present in the dark. Father, I thank you that you are a God that is near to the brokenhearted, Father. And I thank you, Lord, that you offer us hope right where we're at, Lord. Father, and I pray for health. I pray for our community. I pray for our nation right now, Lord. God, that we would turn to you, Lord, that we would look and receive our help and our aid from you, Jesus, that you would give us all wisdom, Father, and above all, God, faith, Lord, to trust in you, Jesus, 
that we would not be a people that live in fear, God, because you are with us, Lord. I thank you for that, God. I thank you for your promise for every single person, Jesus. We love you. In Jesus' name, amen. Thank you for joining us. We are located at 1415 Northeast 223rd Avenue in Fairview, Oregon. You can find us online at www.anthemfamily.org and on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at My Anthem Family. God bless.